spring has sprung. I actually like spring now. I used to hate it. Why? Are we recording? I used to hate it because, wow, I'm so cool for hating something. I think that was my basic mentality. I was like, winter's the best. But winter was fine in Maryland because I liked the snow. But the more I grew up, the more I hate snow because you have to deal with it. And then furthermore, it doesn't snow down here. Like when it snows, it snows and you're like, wow, it's so beautiful. And an hour later, it's just mud. It's just brown. That's all it is. It's just muddy and brown all over. There ain't no green. There ain't no fun snow. Why do you like spring now? I I like spring now. I used to hate it because of that first point. And then second point is because allergies. But I'm just kind of, I'm like, well, yeah, deal with it. Whatever. I got allergies and I enjoy being outside. The smells are great. The colors are wonderful. It feels like it's the start of a new year. That's what it feels like. I don't know if you guys feel like that, but I feel like spring is the start of the new year, not winter. Oh, yeah. Winter feels like it's the perfect end of a year. No, not for me, because it's like the holidays. They're all the way, you know, they lead up to the end of the year. And it feels like a bunch of nothing goes on for a few months. And that's like, oh, it's the beginning of the year. Because there's nothing going on. <laughs> we need to get all those holidays out of the way. Yeah, no, winter is never my favorite. Like, the feel of winter. It kind of, it's kind of nice, kind of cool. It looks nice. But, I don't know, I don't think winter... Winter and all that? I think it, it has, it has, like, a lot of negatives. And it feels the same with summer. I think spring and fall yeah, are the best... Without a doubt. ...months, by, or best seasons, without a doubt. Because they easily. bring the most fun colors, at least in America. Yeah. And then... Usually the best temperatures. Like I'm not. I've I've a sneaky suspicion just because of how February already turned out here that this is gonna be like one of the hottest summers. Oh yeah, it's there was like we had a little bit of snow once and it was barely anything and that was it. That was that was a yeah I'm winter. And it's already getting warm. Yeah, this usually February is really cold, but this February is really warm. This February is so it started blooming mid February. Like that's not okay. Stop your blooms. I know yeah, there's bro. some plants that do bloom towards the end of uh, winter, but... Spring is nice. I don't know. It it rains a lot. And I like the feel of rain, but I hate, like, getting rained on. Feel me? Yeah. Sometimes it can be nice, but sometimes it isn't. Because spring, just, it's nonstop rain. And that's one thing I don't like about it. It's nice in a lot of other ways. I guess erratic weather isn't the best. Yeah. It's nice because, you know, you get variety. But at the same time, it's like you don't, it's not consistent. So you don't really know what's going to go on at the same time. Especially when it comes to creativity. Sometimes I'm creative at night, but it being light out. Oh my God. I love it. Personally for me. I love the sun. The winter sucks because I hate coming home from work in the dark. Or I used to come home from like school in the dark. I'd be like, I'll start work in the dark and I come home from work in the dark. That's so sad. I hate this. But like, I don't know why. It's just a little mental thing for me. But having, having light. Having the sun, you're just like, oh, that's a nice sunrise. I get to enjoy it. And then I get to come home and maybe enjoy a little bit of sun as well. That's great. I don't really care about the sun too much. I think sometimes it can look nice. Depending on seasons, I think, like, winter, with the way it, like, fades out and hazes the sun, I think it looks really nice, in my opinion. There's just not enough of it for me. That's why I'm old. At the same time, flip side, I guess all the seasons can make the night the sun look nice, but I don't really care about it that much. There. Well, look at us, old people talking about weather. I think it's interesting that you guys don't like winter. I love winter, but I love it for different reasons. First of all, I don't mind nighttime. I'm usually more active in the nighttime anyways. Darkness is always my friend because I've got sensitive peepers. So the less light there is, the happier my eyeballs are. And I understand the like going to work when it's dark, coming back when it's dark. But I actually don't mind that personally. 
I don't like the sun blaring down on me. And I like winter because it's very crisp and fresh feeling. It feels like you can go outside and breathe the air and it feels very clarifying, if you will, the the weather. And I like cold temperatures anyways. I like being able to bundle up. And when you're inside, lots of layers, you get to wrap up in all the fun, fuzzy blankets and have all of the wonderful, yummy, hot foods. Whereas I feel like with summer, you have to wear like as little clothing as possible. You can never, you never feel comfortable because you're continuously sweating your butt off. At least this is how I feel. It's always hot and sticky and humid and gross. I feel like you can't breathe and you can't escape the heat. You can't eat hot foods anymore because you have to cool down. So it's only like cooler foods that you have to enjoy. And yeah, sure, there's a lot more like activities and a lot more things that happen and a lot more colors in the summer. I just, because of the heat, I just don't really enjoy those. I think spring and fall are really beautiful. They have a lot of colors, but I feel like they fluctuate so frequently that you can't like with the temperature that you can't enjoy them. Whereas like summer, you know, it's gonna always going to be hot winter, you know, it's always going to be cold. And then summer or spring and fall are just like a toss in the air. And I know living in Maryland, fall time in Maryland was the hottest part of the year, usually. So it was just like massive amounts of heat one week of nice cold weather and then massive amounts of heat again until oh hey now it's officially winter and you're like what back to like the summer winter i would say obviously definitely winter is better than summer without a doubt yeah you can do more in summer but it's just overall a terrible feeling it's a lot more negative than positive when it comes to summer and also with that fall thing i would say falls at least here in maryland falls easily the coldest season it is freezing in fall especially november november is the coldest month by far Okay, yeah, November, but everything leading up to November and half of the time our Thanksgivings were always like we were wearing shorts and T-shirts on Thanksgiving. Oh, I don't remember doing that. I always remember doing the last few years for me. No, maybe you guys in North Carolina, but definitely I've not. only been here for less than a year. So <laughs> definitely not, bro. It, November was it's always been it's always super windy in November. That's the problem. With November, it's like averaging it never gets like single digit winds it's super windy all the time in fall that i feel like it makes it so much more colder than winter winter is usually very calm and still i feel like it i've the temperature i feel like doesn't fluctuate as much in fall as it does in spring i think spring is really up and down but yeah i I like when i like fall it's very i don't know it it just looks nice it's easy and although it can be freezing and spring oh yeah i want to go do shit right now like i'm motivated whether it be creativity creativity creatively you're gonna add that to the list now i can already i can already feel it my bones and my bones whether it be creativity or it be actually being active outside anything my motivation's way up during those months because i think well, I think all of us, all Gilgans, are temperature-motivated creatures. <laughs> <laughs> I think that the super hot is just something we all don't vibe with. Yeah, we, it usually all makes us miserable. Anyways, what have y'all been doing? How's your last week been going? Oh, yeah, hello, and welcome to Creativity and Chaos, a one out of production. I'm Amy, you got Tommy and Liam. Oh, I thought you were just going to put that in, in the after. <laughs> no, I hope that's it. I hope that's it. <laughs> Yeah, I feel, like it would, I feel like it would have worked better than after. <laughs> I mean, I can too. Well, that works. Yeah, you did say that last time. Should I save these questions? No. 
I'm going to ask you right now because I asked Liam a few of these, or at least one of them. This question, improv question, here we go. If you had an hour left to live and you had to make one meal for another person, what would that meal be? I'd order them Taco Bell and go do whatever no, I wanted. You... you have to make it. So I would. Why do I have to make them a meal? I'm about bro, to die. Why are you matter. asking questions, bro? PB this is, this is not a yes and moment. PB and right <laughs> this is yeah. a no next. All right. So I feel like the best thing I can make for them is some, some good cookie dough. I think I'll make them some cookie dough because it's like it's good. I know I can make it. And I think that, I don't know, I feel like they would have a good time. Unless they don't like cookie dough, so then I would make, I don't know, maybe But if I tuna? have an hour left to live, why am I making why so this? <laughs> this is the point of the question. This is the whole Amy, point. You ask questions, too. You ask questions like this all the time. We gotta, you got I to know. convey. So what together. I would do okay. is I'd make them a PB&J and then go do whatever I wanted for the last 55 minutes of my life. Take you five minutes to make it a PB&J? I was just giving you know, getting the supplies together. Make sure you cut some triangles in that, because that's the best way to eat a sandwich. I would, I would make like little squares, like square inch squares out of my sandwich if I oh, was okay. making PBJ for them, but I'm not. I because you know I like to treat my person. I have an hour left to live, so I'm thinking, all right, well I can't make, I can't really bake anything. Like that's out. Like cookie dough is a good answer because you're not baking it. You're just making a dough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I was thinking about cookies. And but. I, I kind of do want to enjoy something with this person. I don't know who it would be for, but it would just, I imagine this is for like a random person. And I'm like, I want you to experience mm-hmm. what I've experienced, like what I love in my cooking. And I probably do a classic breakfast Sammy for someone. Cook up some eggs, throw a bunch of veggies in it. I'd get them coffee. I'd get them orange juice. I'd get them some chalky milk on the side. Maybe have some toast, some bacon. Some fresh fruits, strawberries, raspberries, bananas, and I just present it to them, you know, and like, and like just this nice array of colors and the sandwich have a few sauces on the side. And I'd be like, enjoy, enjoy. And I'd sit there and I'd take my time. I'd t- you know what? Cheeses. You got to have some cheeses. Breakfast is such like a beautiful, wonderful staple of the universe. Anyways, Amy, what's your real answer? PB and J and then do whatever I want. Because if I'm if I know that I'm about to die in an hour and yet I'm forced to make food for somebody else. Like listening to my rules, bro. I know. I know. I know I'm not, but I just know that that's how I'd feel. That's how I feel. I would you not, don't want to help be like, people. Cool, I'm going to make them this the simplest thing possible, and then get out of the there. Whole point of the you question is, you don't want to help people and make people yeah. like enjoy their lives better, bring increasing, like be a, a good citizen, and like try and go out. Your last hour in life, you're trying them. to bring this j- person. I'm joy. about to die. Who cares? Uh, the person that's going to get the food. Yeah, or that person's dead meal, you know? because you're not making them anything. They don't know how to make anything. Yeah, their hands starve. are well, gone. Their arms gone. They so have you're saying one is they're like a left. panda bear. They're a panda, which needs human interaction to keep them from going extinct. Jeez, I mean, it just sounds like you're mad right now. It just kind of sounds like you're mad. I don't That's like panda bears. Yeah, because yeah, we should leave them. We should let them die. I just don't. I feel like <laughs> if you have to spend that much time trying to keep a species alive, why does it deserve that? Pivoted. Like, Natural selection. We're talking like, about honestly. Going to cook someone, and you said, "I think we I should let understand. the pandas die." Human it, it, intervention. It means it's dying. If it needs something else to keep it alive, it means that it's supposed to die. So then, let it oh, die. Well, symbiotic relationships. Anybody? The oceans full. We, of them. Yeah, but we don't have any. <laughs> therefore, they're not important. 
Okay, next question. Yeah, I'm on. done with you. You have a lot this. of questions. A lot of questions? That's what you said. No, I only had that one that I remember. <laughs> okay. Then why did you say that? <laughs> <laughs> if you were to be one singular medicine. No. Next question. Penicillin. Penicillin. Because I help people, but also I could kill people. Yeah. Aspirin. Because it tastes good. Because it tastes good? If honestly... If I could be a medicine, I'd be that great Dimetap, because that tastes delicious. No, all the great medicines taste terrible. All of the great medicines. Well, you know, speaking of great, like medicine, the great medicine, the, when I was on laughing gas, they fed me grape laughing gas. And let me tell you, oh. it was like, and I was like, it was just that the entire time. Why were you on grape laughing gas? They had to take out like four teeth when I was seven. So they, they drugged me. They made me uh, breathing chemicals. Yeah, that sounds about right. So you got drugged as a child? I did. Yeah, but with his parents' permission. Yeah, so probably it's okay. somebody You know what? That. Yeah, he needs some of that right now. Why do you think I've been effed ever since? Next question. Can I come up with another question? I have one in my head, and then I lost it. I just told oh. himself next question, and then did not <laughs> say next I question. He's like, next question. Wait, I have to think of one. If you had to have one Lego piece that wasn't a normal Lego piece... What would you, how would you use it? Like, you had to just build something out of this weird Lego piece. Because I'm telling you right now, I know what mine would be. There was one, and it looked like, Liam, I used this all the time when we were younger. It was a white Lego piece. It was two by eight at the very bottom. And then it, like, connected horizontally upwards. And then it was, like, 12 or two by 12 at the very top. And it looked like a little wing about. piece. So I would just make something whack with all that. I'd probably make like something, even though it would be Euclidean, something looking non-Euclidean, like an optical illusion. I feel like there should be like Lego gunpowder, so that like you can make like lethal weapons out of Legos. This is not the question. <laughs> what was the question? <laughs> that was the question. <laughs> what is with uh, it? What, Man wants. We want to kill all the pandas. <laughs> we want lethal gunpowder from Legos. We'll kill all the pandas with the lethal, lethal yeah, Lego, Lego guns. It's it. The question was, what mm -hmm. whack piece would you mm -hmm. use that you you could only use that whack piece, and what would you make out of it? Oh, so it has to pre-exist. I would say unique piece, and I would say it. It doesn't have to be like unique in the sense of you can pick oh. a tire, for example, if you wanted to. Yes, Liam. I you know those little like you know at the big huge blue bin we had. Yep. At the bottom, you'd find those little gold coins. I love it. What? I would submit it in as a real currency and start my own like Bitcoin type thing, except it would be Lego coins. And I'd get rich off of it with a pyramid scheme. Excellent. You didn't. You built an empire. That's what you did. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I love it. I don't really understand the question, yeah, so neither did I, 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 I. You can uh, only next... use one unique Lego piece. <laughs> But you have infinite of that Lego piece. What would you build? Okay, see, the inf I thought you were saying you have one unique Lego piece. What would you build? And I was like, but if you only have the yeah, one piece, how can you too. build anything then, then off of that? Then you just elaborated. You were not, you were all just like, gunpowder. It's your question. You should have elaborated. I'm making these up on the spot. Bro, I'm telling you, bro, lethal Legos would really, it would go somewhere. It there are many lethal. Have you ever stepped on one? <laughs> the kids choke on them all the time. It, trust me, bro. I would get. A hinge piece that has like two flat sides, but like a hinge. So it's kind of like a little mouth. Yum, yum, yum. And then I'd like make a little circle and then I'd make like one of those 90s 
balls that like open and expand and open. You know what I'm talking about? See, that's also yeah. a good. Yeah, I know what you're that's talking a about. good answer. Yeah. Liam somehow made his answer work by building an empire out of infinite right. gold coins. I forgot those existed until you started talking about it. It was good. So I'm a genius. Like I know what I'm doing. All right, if you had to pluck all the seeds from a strawberry, what is the worst way you could put those to use? The seeds? The seeds specifically. Probably plant them. I don't think you'd get much out of that because That's not the... you probably like wouldn't know what you're doing and then you'd just waste a lot of like dirt and mess it up. Yeah. Use it as thing. like an exfoliator. <laughs> there we go. I like it. Because you'd have to pluck so many seeds just to get a decent amount to use as an exfoliator. I just keep plucking strawberry seeds until I had a bucket. And That's then... a lot of strawberries, bro. Yeah. That's so many. Yeah, well, this question, it can go. It can go. That's like a whole field of strawberries. That's yeah, well, so I'm planning like, some dubious things. It's about like five. Five fields? Yeah, you're right. No, five strawberries. Come on. Five strawberries? Yeah, five strawberries <laughs> can fill a bucket. Yeah. Oh my god, sure. imagine what I could do with six strawberries. Yeah. Build an empire. <laughs> imagine the size of the strawberries if it was only five <laughs> strawberries. Uh, if you had to, had to replace a very popular song, which one do you think you could best replace? Like you as a singer. Like do like a redo? Like make a remix? No, like, like that song never existed. Instead, it was your voice. Okay, so that song did exist. It just means that you... Are the ones singing it? You the way you're wording these questions, bro. I'll probably do the only thing is they fear is you, the Doom Eternal soundtrack. I could probably do a pretty good rendition of that with my mouth specifically. The song that I would want to sing is the Cry Me a River, specifically the one by Michael Bublé. I know it's not the original song, but I love that song so much, and I feel like my voice can get low enough that I could do it. And I'm going to cry me a river the best <laughs> yeah, that I I'm can. I'm going to cry a river, let me tell you. <laughs> Where are the lyrics? Hold on. It goes, uh, the lyrics go, bum, a bum, 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 bum. All right. Top 10 greatest philosophical questions of all time. Here we go. Counting down at number 10. Does God exist? Now let now let's get into this. <laughs> okay. Let's think about it. So. It depends upon what you believe. All right. We're skipping that one. What is the meaning of life? It depends upon what you believe. Okay, oh, boy. Oh, yes, and All oh, right. Okay. What is the relationship between the mind and body? It depends upon what you believe. All right. Well, then we'll get you. to the next one. What happens next? Depends upon what you believe. It's literally not. It's not. That's not actually. It what does. depends on what you believe. Oh. Okay, fine. <laughs> Why is there something rather than nothing? It depends it's, upon it's what not, you believe. It's not. Yeah. Okay, 100%. A lot of these philosophical... Okay, let's talk about this real quick. A lot of these philosophical questions do depend upon what you believe, because if you believe in religion, then you're going to base your answers off of what that Amy. religion is teaching, right? Although, yes, Every question... Is yeah. depends upon what you believe. That's how every question goes. That's that's why questions are asked. Unless it's a factual question where you're looking for like, oh, what color is the sky? Then okay, blue. But then other, you know, uh, colorblind people will say something different if they have that kind of thing. And then scientists will say technically it's not blue because it's the yeah. light reflecting. Yeah, exactly. Off of the... 
So water. Every question is dependent upon what you believe in. Some questions are a lot more like the first one, God, does God exist? Yeah, that's a very hard, like, depends upon what you believe. But other ones, like... What I believe is that it all depends upon what you believe. I basically believe that nothing matters. We're not here for any reason and that nothing exists. We're all just trying to make our own mark on this earth. And try to be something in whatever sense that means. I don't think that we have a purpose. I don't think that there is a purpose for us. I just think we were a weird, happy accident that happened in the universe that all the conditions were right and bam, we will all existed, right? To me, like, I don't have to ponder those questions because I'm like, nothing matters. Nothing matters. And so I don't think that we're here for a reason. I don't think anything exists for a reason. I just think everything is meaningless. So what do you mean? Just I don't think anything you do is meaningful. I think you can have meaningful intentions and things can be meaningful to other people. But ultimately, nothing we do in the grand scheme of the entire universe means anything. Why all this stuff and not some other stuff? Why do I think that way? I don't know. It's one of the I don't questions. know. It's what I believe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What was the ninth question? Is the, the ninth, life existence? Number nine is what is the meaning of life? I think, okay, for me personally, I think a lot of questions, like philosophical questions like that, are really stupid because they, you don't get anything out of them. You really don't. You just, you're, you, you, they're not philosophical, the end, they're introspective. You, in the end, you, you get what you had in the beginning. You, there's no thing that brings any progress to anybody with a, a lot of these type of questions um you're just wasting a bunch of time talking about a bunch of nonsense i'm not gonna have an impact sure but that doesn't bother me i can make my own impact on life and just enjoy it you know try to help people where i can and like that's important to me like some people aren't going to have the opportunity that i had or blah 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 all that one you get on all that jazz point is Life is meaningless, but it's what you make it to mean. And that's fun. At least that's my perspective on life. I cut you off, though. Your perspective, Liam. I wasn't saying anything. I was going to say the next question, which is, who am I? <laughs> Nobody. Who am I? I'm a Gilgan. Okay. Well, that didn't go anywhere. All right. How about, how do I know? You didn't even answer it. How do I know what is right or wrong? That pit feeling in the stomach when you're like, should I be doing this? That's an interesting question because, like, when do you think that people have that pit feeling in their stomach when they're murdering people or they're robbing from them or stealing from them or doing them harm? Do you think that they have that or is their internal moral compass turned off and they don't have that pit feeling? I think some people have have it in different ways. Some people have it a adrenaline rush in like a bad way, but it won't like it doesn't have that huge pit feeling. It just is an adrenaline rush that like you don't like or can't get away from. And some people have like a high off of it or a good time like psychopaths and they want more of that stuff they want something they want to chase a new high it's like, what i forget if it's a sociopath or psychopath but it's like the lack of it was a lack of empathy isn't it they, they legit cannot feel empathy therefore they know what they're doing to this person it could be considered wrong they just can't they'll never conceive feeling the way they feel therefore they're just going to do what they want i don't know it's kind of hard to say what's good and bad. A psychopath doesn't have a conscious. If they lie to you so they can steal your money, they won't feel any moral qualms, though they may pretend to, where a sociopath has a conscience, but it's weak. So they know stealing from you is wrong, and they might feel guilt or remorse, but that won't stop their behavior. They both lack empathy, the ability to stand in someone else's shoes, and understanding how they feel. 
but a, so, a psychopath has less regard for others. All right, how can I know anything? You can go to school, get learned. Like, is it saying how can I know anything for certain? Retaining knowledge and acquiring more knowledge. All right, and number one, it's the greatest philosophical question of all time. You guys ready? Sure. What am I supposed to do? I ask myself that every day. <laughs> <laughs> this is like this is like Giga Chad saying like all these questions. Like, is God real? Like, I feel like every question you've asked is that. Like, what is, like, a good life? It's kind of what it's, like, trying to say. Some people say good life in different ways. Some people say good life is making yourself happy. And others be like, that's kind of selfish. You should try to live a life to make the world better. Or try to live a life to make others happy along with yourself. And there's others that are, like... Try to make a well, life. Well, I mean, logically speaking, I feel like if everyone was helping each other and trying to make themselves happy at the exact same time, we'd have a perfect world. So we'd all be helping each other out. What is what makes the world a better place? If every person was helping, those different viewpoints of what makes something good and what makes something bad, they would eventually all just like separate and form their own like groups, essentially, and they would make each other happy. Well, I mean, that's why we have things like, I guess, cultures and religion is because. Yeah group of people you know i'm saying if everyone actually put forth an effort to make someone else happy i feel like we'd have a pretty perfect world because i mean let's be honest i I think what constitutes making someone happy isn't i'm gonna open the door for this person it's like actually going out of the way to help them with a problem or so on and so forth i don't know philosophical questions well i wanted to talk about which might be a little late i've been talking about a bunch of nonsense for a while me and tommy recently watched tron one and watched half of tron 2 and i don't know what i don't know what you want to talk about like what the question you wanted to get out of but i was thinking more stuff on like the idea of like sequels and stuff and like it does it kind of like should you make a sequel what makes a good sequel probably gone over so many different subjects but i just want to talk about tron specifically and how after watching the first movie never watching it it was fun to make fun of it and then watching half of the second movie we had to watch it again i remember loving tron 2 and after upon viewing again, I like it a lot less, like a lot less than I used to. It's also been a very long time since you guys have seen it, right? It has been. And I think initially when the movie came out, it was a really good movie, but it is a Disney movie and it's so quippy. Like it's so quippy and a lot of them are like cheesy, weird quips. I don't think the CG or music or any of that has has died down. There's definitely a lot of really well-placed member berries. The oh, original. from the first one to the second yeah. one? Yeah. The it, original... It's a really well it, done. It, it, I, like, I like those member berries. I like, there's like some shot for shots or like same happenstance. Essentially in the first movie, the main character yeah. gets laser beamed in and they focus on his character from the back and there's a laser behind him. That's the same exact thing that happens in the second movie where he's just like, looking at the computer and then he gets lasered into the matrix right there there's a lot of good shots like that i just i think from my standpoint the writing is just like and i understand it's the character but i'm tired of the character because i've seen this archetype in every single movie disney's put out since then and i think other disney movies have ruined this movie for me it's kind of like watching a bunch of heist movies and then going back to the oceans movies even though they were the ogs you go back and you watch the oceans and you're like these are really good movies, but all these other heist movies ruined them for me. I think that's how I feel about Tron. Like, Tron's a really good movie that Disney has used the same, like, main character archetype 
for everything. Marvel done it. Marvel, yeah. I've done it. It's like Marvel's really... I'm a main character with daddy issues. <laughs> yeah, Marvel's really messed it messed it up and done it way too much. I would say it's not as bad as Marvel movies in general. Though I mean, the friend we were watching it with did try to point it out over every single time it happened, and he kept on saying it happened more than it really did. No, yeah, it didn't happen that often. And I don't think it was too bad or out of too out of place. Like every now and then, I was like, okay, whatever. But I was like, it's a Disney movie, so it, 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 I get it. But I didn't think it was too bad. The dialogue can be a bit clunky at times, and it's also supposed to be weird. It's supposed to represent how it's like I don't really know what to say. They're also all programs, and the father Kevin Flynn, he's is from the seventies, and so he he talks weird compared to everybody else. Or maybe the 80s or 90s, I don't remember. And it can be clunky at times. It's a vast improvement from the first one, because that dialogue was just out of whack. Yeah. But, I don't know, I think overall it still holds up pretty well. Yeah, it can be a bit childish at times, but I feel like it, it's so good in every other aspect. Like, I would still say the story is good. I, I, even though it's simple, I still like it. And it has its twists every now and then that are kind of nice. They're not huge, but nice. I think you're definitely right with how Disney likes to make the main character pretty similar and like everything yeah. and it really ruins it all the time but then when you think this is like one of the one of the first movies that they made with this very similar character like live action character archetype like mm-hmm. oh this is pretty good this is one of the originals and i'm not saying it's a bad movie because i enjoy it still i just noticed that my enjoyment was a lot less because other movies had affected it this movie it didn't it's not like it aged poorly with time it's just so many movies had copied its main character archetype that I was already like annoyed with the main character archetype and I forgot that this character archetype was in it. And then I watched it and I was like, oh, this isn't this isn't as enjoyable as I thought it was. I'm still liking it. I also find it interesting how the sequel is so much more serious compared to the original. The original oh, yeah, is definitely. so like slapstick goofy. It's like, ha ha, yeah, it's just a bunch program, of like... video game. Yeah. And uh, the other the one time. starts out with bomb bomb the grid. <laughs> the grid, yeah. <laughs> like, it, it, it's so serious. And it's not a bad thing. It's just interesting how there's such a like a hard genre switch between the first and second. I wasn't really a fan of the first one, but I really like the second one just cuz well, the costume design, little surprise there, and the music as well. I just thought it was really really it's, enjoyable. It's whack for the how one. well they did with the costume design. Like between between the two, I feel like they stayed so faithful to the first while improving improving everything upon it. Like you don't you don't have to stay faithful to the first. It was a garbage movie in my opinion. I did not like it. It was fun making fun of it with other people, but it's funny how for the people who did like the first Tron, they stayed so faithful to it, and I appreciate it actually. Yeah, I think they found the perfect like in between of trying to keep to the first one but also realizing that like the movie that that movie is super outdated and that they had to improve on almost everything about it yeah and i think they did a really good job of uh, updating and improving everything without completely making something that didn't really feel like tron because it still feels like tron at least the first one it's not as hard line in like in the first movie i feel like they really kept on drilling into your brain that you're in a computer program yeah that these are programs the way they talk the way that everything happened like and also it just looks like that it looks super retro and computery now i'm glad they i'm completely fine with the whole upgrade i'm sure some people are like eh, it's too like not computery but i really enjoy just how beautiful the movie is 
But I can understand how sometimes the characters, they don't really act or feel like too much of a computer program at times compared to the first one. They're kind of like their own living kind of thing. But okay, is that because here's here's how I feel about crappy 80s movies is a lot of the acting is stiff and they already feel like in today's standards, computer programs, even when they're outside of the actual computer program. The acting feels so like, oh, well, John, we need to go over here. And I'm like, why are you talking like this? Yeah, kind of. I kind of I kind of see that. I kind of feel that. But I, I, I don't know. I just feel like they could have done a little bit more into making it seem more like a computer program. But yeah, yeah, it was good. It was good. It's a great. It's one of my favorite movies ever. It's the first movie I ever remember seeing in the theater. The second one. I remember when so you took me. So it holds a special place in your heart. Yeah, it always does. And it was just, it's such an amazing experience. Just even, even outside of theater, it's just, it looks so good. And they, they made a lot of good decisions with it. Yeah. And a, a huge reason of why it like stands up with like a CJ, CGI today, even though it's like 13, 14 years old. Something I find interesting is they made like a, the whole world is dark. It's a dark place. And so they didn't have to worry about having like a star, a sun there or like any crazy lighting. They could completely control whatever lighting they need or whatever they wanted. And I think that really helps make it stand the test of time. Because when you see like in the daytime, like older things, I feel like a lot of a lot of times does not hold up. But because they're able to control the lighting, they're able to really make it stand the test of time. I mean, it's the reason why Jurassic, like the first Jurassic Park, you still look at that dinosaur and you're like, damn that dinosaur looks really good it's because you can barely see it you can see a silhouette and every once in a while you can see a little bit of skin but like there's like this big popular craze especially in the early 2000s very late 90s of being like well we can do the cg now so let's do it and then a lot of garbage looking stuff that definitely is like why are we it's kind of similar i think last week i talked about it too it's similar to like you how you were saying controlling the lighting, like the cinematography and camera placement. First Godzilla reboot, the idea that you're yeah. barely showing Godzilla, you don't have to animate him a bunch. You just show his like calf, and you're scared. You're absolutely pooping yourself in the theaters. So yeah. Well, I think we're gonna wrap up there. Thanks for joining us for whatever the heck this was. You can reach us one of two end productions, YouTube, Reddit, Instagram, Twitter, all of the things. If you like what we're doing go support us on patreon and yeah thanks for joining us the last word of the day is gonna go to liam take it away a foolish man complains about the hole in his pocket a wise man uses that hole to scratch his balls <laughs>